Hey everybody, this is Kim Blackwell and Louis Extravaganza and this is Work, Work, the podcast. Voices for the voices that go unheard. Hey guys, welcome back to the second part of our two-part series with Nikki Harris. We're going to get right into it. So without any further ado, Miss Kim, set us off. You're on this world tour blonde ambition and everything that goes along with that i mean the videos the singing the session what is that like are you at any point like able to stop and just be like wow or is it does it just feel does it feel like a grind but you got these children there was a lot of dynamics going on in my life i was in a long-term relationship i was trying to decide if i was going to stay in that i met these children they were really changing my life. Yes. Just you and Donna with all these boys. It was just Donna and I, and this is the whole camera stuff was starting yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. And for me, remember, I, I'm just a worker. I'm a worker bee. Yeah. That's really what I do. I'm just kind of a worker bee. Like, I'm, I'm the girl who didn't plan anything. Exactly. I didn't, it's not what I, you know, I'm like, we got food, we're having fun, life it's good, you know. And I didn't even know how to be around people. And maybe that's why this world, this this world we're in now is really, really challenging for me. I didn't know how to be around so much agenda-oriented people. And that's when people were starting to say, she knows how to create new things, and she's such a creator, and she's, she knows how to re- reinvent herself. And I'm like, all right, well, for me, it's it's a show, and like, let's just do the show. And I'm, right, let's do I didn't show. have all this other stuff in, in my head of like, that's what I'm supposed to be doing myself. And then... Or, or even have that kind of feeling where other people are saying that to me. You know you could be doing this, you should be doing this, and you should be... And uh, it's just not how I walk in this world. It's not, it's not my beat. But and if we even say that, we talk about it on the bed. When she's, I'm like, I don't get this whole like superstar yeah. you guys want right. to be. And she's like, it's not, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Right. And I'm, I'm right. like, well, I don't even know if I want that. Because remember... I know the world I come from. Exactly. I just want to sing good. I want, I want to be. I want to respect myself. I want to respect what I do, who I touch. I want, I want to know I'm around people I love. I, I'm not yeah. trying to say like I'm just this wholesome little. It's not that. I well, just, your goal in the beginning was history teacher. So there was, totally. so there was your focus. I mean, you were driving towards that. Your singing, anointed by God or whatever, was at that time secondary for you right and so So much so everybody saw that before you know you did and like it seems to me exhausted just like you said getting in the costume night after night getting on a plane going to the next city performing singing every night well the other thing is i didn't i didn't know enough about like fashion and all the stuff that, that started coming into the world i mean into this play because as a singer it's like, you have the costume for me, I'll put it on, right? We'll go do the show. It wasn't like, I gotta show up looking fabulous before I even put the costume on, and you gotta be fast. <laughs> right. It's like, I didn't know all that. I gotta do all that with it, too. Right. Whereas, if anything, maybe still part of me was still kind of like a dancer, a little bit more gymnast, where it's like, I can show up in some sweats, right? And we're good, right? And you guys are gonna put me put this all on me, and we're gonna go, right? Then it was like, no, these guys are coming like with the the bag, the, with the with the hat, and the and and I've got to look one. that way. I, I've got to be that way, and that's Lewis is over here. I can't get off the bus without looking that way. Yeah, what, what, what the yeah, fuck? It's the show before the show. It's the show before the show. And, you and here's the deal, legendary. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm really, I'm going to be really honest with you. Because part of me, and I'll just say, because this is my adult mind looking back at it now. For me, because I'm still another decade above you guys, maybe a little bit more. um, For me, that's how people, that's what we call poverty. That's what you, that's how you react to poverty. And I never thought of myself as poor. I know that I was economically, but I wasn't poor. Like, and so I never had to prove that shit. Right. I didn't come from people who ever had to prove, and and especially being from the hood, like, no, I'm a singer, so that's why I'm gonna prove it. Right, right, right. And like, and that's what I come from. It's like, I'm I'm from the Apollo group, you know. Like, I don't care, you can show up, but you better sing, because if not, doom, get right. off, off the, the stage. stage, you know. Yeah. And and that those are the people I respected, and. And it was never about ever being on the cover of a magazine, or I just didn't know how to think that way. So it really shifted my mind and 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 how to navigate my way through that kind of value system. So now it's 1990. It's now Blonde Ambition uh-huh. Tour. Mm-hmm. 
Do you remember how we met? No. I think I first saw you in New York at a studio, and it was me and Jose's first official audition. I do remember that. Oh my God. Guys. Yes, I, it was that. St- I remember the studio and everything. Yes. Right? And, but I remember towards the end, it was me and Slam, like the last two dancers to like right. do this routine. Right. And everybody was like, oh. It's only because, you know, Slam was turning it out, you know, and he's beautiful and he's flicking that hair around. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling, and I'm at that point, I'm telling myself, Lewis, if you don't work it like this boy is working it, right. you're done. Right. But you're you done. And you had so, already been picked. I mean, we did the combination, and it, I, I think I fucking strained my neck that night. I went home. I was like, ice pack something, because this boy <laughs> was carrying. in it. I was fighting to, for my life. He was in it to win it. Yeah. I was like, oh, you are not taking this gig. <laughs> well, that's what I knew that was different about this tour as opposed to the one before was this was the first time that we were sitting there, and I was like, oh, she's really going for real amazing dancers. Like, yeah. They had to really come for it. Like, yeah. That's why the whole thing didn't register for me. And like, oh, but I was like, but she's still holding on to a little bit of that last tour where it's got to be one that brings that kind of thing. Right. And that's what Oliver and uh, that's what Oliver brought that like street dancey poppy. He was the Shabadoo. Shabadoo. He was the Shabadoo. He was the Shabadoo. So and that's that that's that was her you know, niches she needed to fill. Right. Angel Ferrara, instead of having one angel, it was all of you guys could do that. And then instead of one, he was that one Shabadoo that she needed. To oh, me. God. And I remember, God, just coming, landing in Los Angeles and going to the Mamezon Hotel where we, they had us. And then we had that dinner at Muse. And I was just like scared to death christopher came to pick us up in his light blue mercedes and i was like oh my god is this my like how is this happening yeah is this happening right now i can't i can't believe this and the one person that felt like home like the word home like i can be comfortable home was was nikki because it was that vibration that you brought like no, you know, there wasn't an agenda with Nikki. Nikki was like, y'all want to come over? I have a pool. Like, we can grill up. Like, right. you can come over if you want. I mean, what y'all doing over there? Right? We, why, y'all we were, sit, why y'all sitting in a hotel? Yeah, why I never got any of that. Come on over. We can hang out. I have a dog. I have a pool. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it was, you know, it was home. And one of the most poignant moments for me and Nikki and I always tell her this was there was a point in my life where I was a little bit lo- you know I was a little bit lost and my parents had the foresight to send me to Los Angeles for a break because they they felt I needed a break right because I was grinding hard in New York after a while. So you was know, this they after said, the tour? This is after the tour, after my record deal, after all of that was right. going on. They were like, "You need a break. You need to go." Right. So Change I go. The scenery. Yes, and it's funny because it was during that time that uh, when we spoke to Eddie and we went to the club yeah. uh, over there, and I wore, wore the Refat Osbeck tutu and all that good stuff. Anyway, and Nikki was there too. It was crazy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But I was leaving. I was supposed to leave, like, January 17th. And, you know, I was sad, honey. And, you know, Nikki just walks by the guest room. She doesn't even look in. And she goes, you know, you don't have to leave if you don't want to. <laughs> and she kept walking. And I just I just started bawling. If I leave right now, I don't, I don't know if I'll make it. I don't know if I'll make it, but... So, the universe always gives us what we're supposed to have. And I really feel like that has been your life, you know, like your life up to this point. Because I'm, I'm the history teacher. Because you were, in your mind, the history teacher, right? And life was like, no, let's go a little bit this way. And now all these people along the way are like, girl, you got, you got this going over here. So let's pull you here. And let's pull you here. And then, you know, you get to M. 
you know, and it's just like a kaboom, you know, it's like kaboom. I remember her pulling me into the, um, on that, on that tour, especially, um, into the, her trailer. Cause I was, and I didn't know, but I was, I always had the mama energy anyway. Yeah. And I remember her pulling me into the, into the trailer and she was like, you got to stop it. And I'm like, what are you, what's going on? Like what? Because I had known her for so many years up until that point that I felt like we was cool. You know, she and I were cool. Like, and once again, I'm seeing it from my perspective of I'm a Michigan girl at the end of the day who's just a loyal bitch. I'm just a, I'm a loyal ride or die kind of, you know, I'm, 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 if I'm down, I'm down like four flat tires right. and I'm down with you. And I'm like, I'm, I ain't trying to mess up nothing for you. I'm like, I'm here to support you, you know? I know what I like, you know, musically, whatever, but, but I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm committed, I'm up in this with right. you. Committed. But she's like, you're taking over. Oh. And I was like, no, and she's like, you don't understand the power of your voice. You don't understand the power you have. She goes, I come in, they don't even listen to me anymore. I'm like, what? And she's like, I'm just letting you know, when you say something, they listen. So you should understand your power. Well, I didn't. And, and she was mature enough. I mean, she's a couple of years older than me, so she saw something that I didn't even see in myself. You know, and now when, when you make tell stories like that about me, I was just like, yo, we together, right? We all, but I, right. I forgot that so many of you guys did see me in a mommy kind of Well, I didn't I'm, see you in a motherly kind of way. Okay. I saw you as, Well, you I know, know uh, Oliver did. I know Jose still says he did. Well, I mean, yes, if my mom was only a few years older than me. Like, I thought of, we thought of you as big sister. We could hang with Maybe you. Maybe big, you know, okay, you big sister, yeah. yeah. Big sister. And you'll be real. Yeah, we didn't think of you as, you know, like, old lady mom. No, okay, we good. thought of you as... <laughs> no, that's how they think of me now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe... She's like, yeah, like, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. It's like, after you had that damn baby, that's what happened. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> now she's a mom. Yeah. But back then, it was like, you know... Old, you know, old, Older sister. Older sister, you know, that got our back because we out here with no family, right. you know? And we literally came here... And hung and, out my house. And <laughs> yeah, and was here for months on end. Right. You know, Carrying I even, on. Yeah, I even had to bring my own sister out here with me to be with me for a while because it was a lot. It was so foreign for me, you know, to be away from my usual surroundings. Right. You know, I wasn't from Los Angeles. So, you know, we gravitated towards you in that way, that vibration that you had. Did we listen to you? Yeah, of course we listened to you. Well, but I we didn't listen know. to her too, you but know. But two fire signs, honey. And I think that Leo you know, especially yeah, and you see in Blonde Ambition, I think that or Truth or Dare in the movie that they were really presenting this narrative of her being the mom. Right. And maybe that's what she really saw herself as. So she felt that that was you coming in and like, oh, wait a minute, this is my role. When it's like, no, it's not even about that. Yeah, right. I was like, like, I'm not trying yeah. to do that. I'm like, yeah. I don't even get what this whole camera following us around shit is about or <laughs> any of that. Right. I'm like, whatever. So I want to talk about you and Donna DeLore. Yes. So you two, it's amazing that because I was going to ask you, it's interesting, you know, you talk about you coming in to replace someone because I was like, did she put you two together first to see how you guys worked? Because it's no. such a rare thing for right. those, you, your two voices together. It's such magic. And you see that a lot with duos like it's male, like male, and peanut butter. male, female. <laughs> it is. It really is. It's right. A lot that. So your voices are very different, but very together different. it just is like butter, butter. Yeah. Yeah. Butter, you're one of those classic. I mean, Ashford and Simpson. Yeah, you know, solid. And we can sing. Yes. Yeah, we can sing anything together for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Um. No, Donna had already been working with Pat Leonard, and on doing demos because Donna's from. She's also from you know music royalty too. Her her father is from the Wrecking Crew, so all that Glen Campbell, yes. a lot of that you know '60s, you know Americana, you know, but California style. Yeah, but um. Her father was Nashville, and then they came out here, and he made tons of money as part of their original wrecking crew, Capitol Records. Wow. Um, yeah. And so Donna grew up in that. Um, and I think she started doing, like, you know, commercials and stuff or kid stuff. So she was in the in the business. That was – she came here to be in the business. Right. Um, and uh, she was doing uh, demos, and I think she did a bunch of – 
demos for Pat Leonard for songs that ended up being for Madonna because she her voice was much more like Madonna's. So she was already working with Madonna when you came on board. Yeah, the, the, that's what I said. It was on that one. She was yeah because she was working on the Who's That Girl from uh, the Open Your I think she did Open Your Heart. No, she did another song before that. Maybe it was Open Your Heart. And she worked with Gardner Cole, who I believe wrote Papa Don't Preach. Um, and she and Pat Leonard, they used to hire her for, for sessions. So she was already doing, you know, like Session so she'd been work. doing it for kids. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but she was known as that kind of pop singer, that more uh, nasal, young sound. Right. Which Did I, you guys get along in the beginning? Oh, yeah. In the beginning. Yeah, and we you guys are making music together. Yeah. Now. We it ebbed and flowed. Remember, we were kids. We were yeah. young. We were super young. Yeah. You know, so yeah, we went we went through big time periods of um I mean, I would say it was, you know, we went from really being on complete opposite because we come from opposite worlds, you know, economically, um musically. Musically, big time difference. Yeah. But then at the same time, as we know each other more, we really have a lot in common musically too. Because her father really loved my dad. Her dad was her dad was a piano piano player as well, and my, he was crazy about my dad, and ended up being playing jazz at the end of his life. Her father did really went into more like Latin jazz and really loved all that stuff. I think because. I had I brought more gospel flair and that kind of stuff to it, an R and B flair made stuff. My intent was always to try to make it funk it. Gotta what? Put some of that in that, please. You know, I just needed that if I was gonna stick around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think around that. Yeah. No. And and nothing against the pop sound and her and to me, Donna's energy was far more leaning because she, especially because she had been doing demos. Demos really, and I did a lot of demos. You sing what you know that that producer wants because they're trying to just get that on the radio, you know, and make it a hit, you know. And I just never, it's just once again, never really liked to approach music that way. Was there ever a song that? you worked on with Madonna that you changed? Like, wasn't one of, like... You mean, did I change as far as... Rhythm, I think, sound? I, I think the way... I think once Don and I started really working together and going, we really got a great sound, and I think even Pat knew it, I think the songs would always change once we put our vocal on them. I mean, you know, I don't think Deeper and Deeper would ever be what it was, because to me it was like... I can't help falling in love. I need deeper and deeper than that. But deeper and deeper and deeper. All that, that it's like for me, it's like, oh, me and Donna, like, no, we're going to put some stuff on there. Yeah. Madonna knows how to do pop music yeah. big time. Yeah. She can write a hook for you that will get you in, you know. And now it's like taking it to another, another put another color on it. Right. I mean, that's what all those songs made such a difference. Um, and I think that, that Don and I added a lush to her ballads that, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, Like a Prayer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what yeah. you did on Like, like a Prayer yeah. changed the whole trajectory The dynamic, but that's that also song. Andre Crouch's choir, too. You can't go wrong with a choir. When you got a choir with you. <laughs> you know, gospel choir singing. Yeah, background. yeah, once again, that's like, uh, I can't compete with that. Like, you know, what you gonna do? Um, I think... Vogue. I don't think Vogue would have been the same without, you know, I, I don't think Express Yourself would have been the same. I don't think that chorus would have been the same without us. No, don't go for a second best baby. She would have never, that oh, go for second best baby. Put your love to the test. You know, you know you got to. She would have not, I don't think that would have really been her natural response to that. Maybe. I mean, but, it put some, it, you definitely put some like, Motor Put City. Put foot in it. Yeah, that Motor City Aretha, you know, influence into that vocal that really changed, you know, yeah. the, the, yeah. the dynamic yeah. of that I song. hope so. I mean, I just think, and, and because she was placing the songs, come on, girl, you believe in love? It's like, it wasn't so much here. She was singing rich much more from a place, you know, to me. Guttural. Yeah. Yeah, she was using her diaphragm. And she can, when she sings from there, man, it's lovely. And I, and I always say, say this, when she 
sings in her lower register. Woo! Come on. She got me. She got me. Yeah, what you hear? Like on, she got me. Sounds like all take, day long. Take a crazy, bow. Yeah. Crazy song. I've like always been in love yeah. with you. Love that. Come love on. That. Just got goosebumps thinking yeah. about it. Yep. I'll sing that song. That's right. Yeah. 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 Crazy yeah. for you. Uh, yes. I mean, oh my she God. just gets me. Still she the jam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's crazy, crazy, crazy during Blonde Ambition, but, you know, perfect, 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 only because we are in this, you know, we're in this bubble. I mean, and I'm learning so much at that point. Like, oh, when it's, that was a, a, a tour and a moment in my life where I was like, I thought I knew, but I didn't know shit. You know, like, oh, shit. I don't know jack shit about the world about what people will do for stuff. I didn't, and it was a perfect, I didn't know about ambition. I just didn't know to be ambitious until that tour was like, not only was the tour called Blonde Ambition, I had a bunch of really motherfucking ambitious people around me and I never knew what that felt like before or to like feel it up close and personal. And maybe who's that girl was like that on some level, I just didn't feel it like I did on Blonde Ambition. It could be because there was just so many more dancers, so much, but I just felt like, whoa, okay, whoa, whoa. A lot going on here. It's a lot. It was yeah. a lot. It yeah. was a lot I mean, just, stuff. and because, once again, it was before the phone, the phones and everybody, because if you know, everybody ain't like on their phones. It's not like everybody's sitting there while the camera's there and the iPads. Because it wasn't that era, the phone and the camera was the camera. Right. So we know how many people play to their phones and play to all that social, that social media. This was the social media. Right. It's like, how do I get on camera? Got to make sure I look right on camera. Yep. And it's just like, oh man, this is too much for me. And it was leaving a taste in my mouth, quite frankly. Yeah. And I think people, a lot of people don't believe that once you get a taste of that there's so many people who can't even conceive of that you don't want that that you wouldn't want to be famous that you just don't want things on that level and they don't really understand i think the day-to-day like what that means what that means yeah once you open that door well and also because we have a world now that we that has grown up on reality tv where people want to put their stuff out in front of the camera that's you know that's what what warren says you know who would want to live like this except for you you sick like no we've now created a narrative for people that that makes them desire this and what kind of world are we getting i'm look i'm fighting every day with my 16 year old like we have to put it down you know it's we just cannot make the camera that much that important and she's not really she has no facebook page or anything like that it's just that it's just even she having does it no 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 or she's I, she, I think she just got a Snapchat. I think she just got that. No Instagram or any of that kind of stuff. No, I'm trying to teach her. Why to be are you so the... mean to her? Mean. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, 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 well, you saw, you, you know how many times I'm on those things. Not never. Like yeah. hardly ever. Uh. You know, like, yeah, Instagram, all that. I mean, and I know that's probably really important on some level, but you know, I'm Unfortunately, just. Unfortunately, now it is, yeah. Well, I, I, and once again, I. I know it is on once again on some level, right? But I know that there's a, everything in balance, and I just feel we really got to be clear about what kind of world we're, we're asking to live in and what we're asking our children to grow up in. And it's just you got to just decide how you want to walk in this world. Yeah. And I'm just I'm really more of an off off the grid kind of girl in that way. Right. And, and I, I'm sure I'm probably losing fans or losing whatever that could be or whatever. But I, think that's I live a really good life. Possible, honestly. Oh, you're sweet. I live a good life. I'm like I'm not, you know. I, I'm sure I could have more money. I could have you know whatever. I just want some clean air and some clean water. My mama live in Michigan. We need some clean water. Right. <laughs> Blonde mission yep. ends, right? And you are, we are now in this whirlwind. You are now in this whirlwind. Mm-hmm. The next tour that you do is Drowned World. Mm-hmm. How many tours after that do you do with her? Was Drowned World? I don't World think I, don't think I do, Yeah, because I did. I did another video, and I got no, pregnant. No, there was the girly show. Oh, there's girly show. Oh, there's girly show and, and then World. there's Drown World. Right, right, and right. then so I you get did pregnant. Show. I did girly show. And you did Drown World. And I did Drown World. And then you got pregnant. And I got pregnant. <laughs> and I was like, that I'm order, done. Everybody. Yeah. Well, what happened was I did girly show. I had a massive accident. 
and then I did Drown World. Was that your ankle? Yes, my ankle and not my left thigh her, not even wheelchair. Only her ankle, her mm-hmm. whole leg. Yeah, yes, yes. Tore the foot off the whole bit. Yes. Yeah. Tell it, this yeah, was like in a golf cart. Golf Wait, cart. In Catalina, carts. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I did the. Then I did. Learned how to walk again. Learned how to dance again. Did the Drown World tour, which I call my Muhammad Ali tour, because if you've ever seen footage of Muhammad Ali in his latter years. And you're like, why the hell is he still fighting? <laughs> Stop it! You look amazing. <laughs> no, but you don't. You know, you, you've seen those those footage where you're like, why is he still fighting? You know, and that's what I felt like on that tour. I was like, especially after an injury, I'm like, no, I'm 42. I'm tired, and I'm injured, and I need to fucking sit down. And I'm pissed that I'm out here, and I'm like, I can, and I know I'm giving off that energy. You know, and I'm t- I'm just tired and I'm hurting, and this is when she's like she's you know been into the yoga shit and she's like doing all this you know music and I'm like oh you're like my damn leg fuck, fuck. that's all I'm doing every night I, I did that video with her and I was like if it's not sitting down Madonna I just and thank God she was pregnant at the same time too so we were just like did the you know strip scene and we sat in a fucking limo I was like I can do that she knew I was like still dealing with the injury she had special shoes made for me that's one thing I can't say she was when she was down for me she was down like four flat tires in that way too yeah. she was like look we're gonna get to the best doctors we're gonna fix that foot we're gonna make that happen we're gonna make the nurses come out there we're gonna do oh so because I was like, it was real she, Nikki you, she, she had pins all up and down her yeah, leg yeah yeah had an external fixator according to the nurses and the doctor yeah. yes. wow. nurse used to come out change the heparin in my I had you know IV for over three months where I was doing antibiotics so they basically killed all the freaking you know because I had grass and stuff stuck in my leg and you know and it would come up like zits with the piece of you know fiberglass a piece of Ooh. grass Ooh. Oh, it was crazy yeah too much information Ooh. anyway so yeah and learning how to walk again and you know I had she had trainers that would come out to the house I'd be in the pool and trying to strengthen my leg to learn how to walk again wow thank god she wore cowboy boots a lot in that last because I had you at least I had a, you know, a tour was coming no but I knew I was I thought I want to I want to try to walk again yeah, yeah, and this yeah. is the this is the dancer and the athlete in me I'm like I want to walk again yeah. I want to know I can do this again well dancing when you're 42 with an injury next to singers I mean and dan- I mean next to dancers who are 22 and 19 you're like I'm fucking done I'm t- and, and the only and here's the deal because I'm a loyal like I said down for you if I say I'm gonna do something I'm gonna do it I put my all into it I was tired I was 40 I'm tired and so literally it was like God in her infinite wisdom got me pregnant <laughs> the next year and it was yeah. like I'm like I'm good boo <laughs> you know 2003 I had a baby she, 2004 she's about to do a tour I'm good right. peace <laughs> peace you know and I knew I was working I was uh, you know I'm good yeah. and I think I you know, been a long run I mean seven long, years you guys long run so you got, are you, you kidding me together? how long was it well 86 87 we went out on tour 86 rehearsal start 86 through technically I mean because I did do another song with her and she did you know and uh, we all, I always say we were together till 2003. The, if you ended at the at the Drown World tour, that's 2001. Wow. wow. So 2001, 86 to 2001. Yeah, that's so, kind of unheard of. Here's the deal, you know, like I'm older now. For me, it's like I just wish I would have gotten some retirement out of it. Because right. if you work for a corporation that long, I just wish there would have been some sort of pension plan. Yes. Some sort of plan. You know. And once again, I'm not the plan girl. You know. I mean, this is I'm talking about a girl. I'm talking as a woman who's knocking on 60s door. So I'm like, God damn it, I wish I would have. Well, you had, if I would have worked for IBM or work, I would have got walked away with some sort of plan. <laughs> you would have tenure right now. Something. Okay. You know, yeah. So that's exactly. the only drag. That's the only <laughs> drag. Yeah, Professor Harris. Listen, you bought that house at a good time. Though. Hey, and got another one out of <laughs> Hello. it. Hello. And can live now in Georgia. And so, and look, I'm grateful for everything and I still get, I still got mailbox money coming. Oh yeah. I still got mail, my, my league of their own. I get all kind of stuff that's still coming. I'm like, every time I see them checks come, I'm like, really? I forgot about that. Yeah. So I'm grateful for those years. And it taught me of what the human body can do as far as, you know, and I think my only regret is that we, you know, it ended like really kind of, 
with you, mm-hmm. with you too. Yeah, bad taste. So the, all of us. It's just like because we it was just because we weren't of the ilk. I think that we are now that we would probably say something. And, and once again, I was in Rome. I was in Rome with the Senate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Senate had changed again, and I didn't know who was next to Caesar yes. anymore. You know, and I was like, it's "We've true. been with." It's true. That's what was happening. Yeah, it's like yeah. the Senate had changed again. I'm like, God damn, I can't keep up with all these people. And 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 they acting like they've been there since since, since I've been there. Right. <laughs> and right. I'm like, um. So they're looking and, at you like, who you? It's like, yeah, excuse me. As well as as well as once again, I'm from the hood. When you down with somebody, you down with them. You don't change up right. unless you have a conversation. Like you know, that's just the kind of that's the kind of woman I am. That's the kind of sister I am. That's the kind of human I am. It ain't necessary. It ain't. I, I I could never have somebody in my life, especially for that long, and not have just the human decency to go. You know what, baby? We, you know, you okay? Y'all right? You going through something? You know, whatever. As opposed to having this, you know, but the bodyguards in front of the door and all that kind of. Just like, oh, no. I was just like, niggas, y'all got to be, y'all got to be on, y'all some, y'all on some yeah, new you're shit. You're doing now. too much. Y'all on some new shit, and I just, um, and that's when I was really like, I'm hurting. Yeah. Trying to get back to my dressing room. Yeah, I'm good. And once, a, yeah, I'm really good. I'm really good. Yeah, I, I, and I'm, I'm and I'm with dancers now too, who are have once again, we're into the phones, we're into the. Nobody's really talking connecting, and sharing yeah. and connecting, and because everybody's like worrying about what they're, you know, looking they're, like and yeah. who they're sending pictures off to, and you know, and half of them really wanted record deals, and half of them really—it's like, oh y'all, come on now. I'm just, I'm just from another, and that's why I'm just from another era. I'm from an era where you actually look somebody and talk and talk to them, right. and if you got beef with them, you fucking talk to them. Like y'all, we need to talk about this. Right. You know, I ain't sending no middleman, no. It's me. Not as yeah. far back as we go. Shit. Huh? It's like not as far back as we go. Like we come on. I I knew you from back. You know, and like I, come I, on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and the real the from for me I remember going to clubs with Madonna when she was on sides of, the, of especially even in even LA. I was like but you ain't supposed to be here. You ain't supposed to be here. <laughs> How did you get here? Right. What you doing here, boo? What are you doing here? These mommy you know. Yes. Um, but, because I know you know where the flavor at. Right, right, right. That's right. And for me, it's like, once again, I didn't understand agenda people. I didn't right. understand that kind of stuff. You know, and I'm trying to teach it to my daughter because she's, that's her, oh, I just found this out too. Um, Watching my daughter's generation or her, the group that she's in, because I think she's watched a a nation of, a nation of people agenda oriented. So now her, to me, her generation, because people have an agenda because they think they have an identity. Right, so people want to maintain some sort of identity, whether it be famous, whether it be I'm next to the famous person. Right. So I believe that that's why people are always trying to maneuver and have an agenda, and like you know. Whereas my daughter is agenda less, because she's identity less. She's like, you know what? I don't want none of this shit. Wow. I ain't. I don't want my friends ain't gonna be about money. My friends ain't gonna be about who looked the best. I could give a shit down to the point where they genderless, literally, you know, that kind of shit. They're like, I love who I love. Their identity is not is that we're here in this world like this, as opposed to like this, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, at least the people that I see her with. And I think on some level, I'm watching like, you know, evolution happen in front of me. And that's why I think the universe knew to make me her mother. Because I think some parents who have a kid like that would be freaked out, you know, because it's like she's not this or that. She's right. I don't. She's like, I'm human. I'm loving. And she just is. Yeah. She's, she's just, only 16. She, well, honey, I know at 16. I know what the fuck I was because I had a, a real identity oriented culture around me. Yeah. Yeah. And right. I was feeling bad because I didn't have a plan. Right. You know, let alone I had an identity. I just didn't have a plan. Yeah. So, but now, 
you know, there's so many as we your your generation. Now we had a plan. We 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 gonna get it, and then we got this next generation. Everything's about a plan. It's like if you put that picture out there, make sure it's you know airbrushed, and make sure it looks this, and the, everything's planned. It's like you know from your hair to this. It's like everything's too planned. To now, the pendulum swinging back to the other way. Yeah, the way it's like, uh-uh. Yes, because you see, through your life, there's something to be said for being open to kind of improvisation, let's say. For sure. Being open to kind of what presents itself, you know. And I think it's far more important for her generation to be very, very present when her generation is facing things like global warming or, you know, when they're saying the dollar's gonna crash in 20 years, she's like, you know, fuck student debt. She's like, I'm like, I don't ever wanna go to college, mom. I might only have 15 years on this. So when you got that kind of shit in front of you, I don't think, or stuff like me seeing my grandkids, you know, like, I don't know if, and and, and she doesn't even, she sure ain't thinking that way. Right. You know, it's just like, mom, this, I'm enjoying this right now. This is what I'm doing. I love these friends right now. You know, it's like, it's far more present orient, present oriented way of living, which clearly, girl from Michigan who didn't have a plan. Parents always want for their kids what they didn't have. You need to have a plan. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you're 16. You need to, You're about to go on your junior. Call. You know, it was yeah, like, yeah. no. And once again, the universe and her infinite wisdom always gives us what we need. I know this is God's way of saying. It's going to be all right for her because right. I watched over you. She's going to be good. The eye is still on the sparrow, right. and he watching. This is so interesting because your view and your life changed again when you became pregnant. Oh. And you had Jordan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Did your, and, and thus your musical career changed oh, yeah. as well, yeah? Yeah. So then now here, here now is, you know, that full circle moment where you know you have been in this pop world for so long uh-huh. and dance world uh-huh. and doing all these you know it's really songs, interesting for me too to yeah it's int- i still do the jazz and whenever I, I get called for dance stuff now like i really have to weigh it really really heavy in my heart like do i want to be up at two in the morning do i want to be in a club do i want to do i want to be exhausted that way um do I want to spend two and a half hours making doing makeup for a gig that's going to last 20 minutes or whatever? It, you know, do I want to be about a, a lot of people on drugs at lo, a lot of times? Do I want to, or do I just want to go cuddle up next to my kid or just watch something stupid on Netflix or whatever? Um, or do I want to just walk my dogs? And and mind you, as my mother was like, yeah, you, that, that's an economic white girl problem. Yeah, yeah, white girl <laughs> you got some white white girl problem. The fact that I'm like, I just want to walk my dogs by the lake. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but it's also called, uh, we ain't got a whole lot, but it's all relative. Right. You know, it's all relative. And I really know, like I said, once after I knew I'm done on that that side, I know I shouldn't even say I'm done. Just it, my body was just completely done. Um, and I think your spirituality needed woo! a shift. It needed a shift because I knew I couldn't go through another year of the Senate, right. the new Senate, without hurting somebody. Because we had oh, that was the other thing too. I know what re- was well, another thing that really changed it. 2001. It was like. I can't, I mean, 2000, I couldn't, and my dad had died. I don't want to waste any more time for a check. I want to be where I want to be. I want to be who with, who, and who wants me around. I don't want to be with people who don't want to be around me. And you were able to work with your dad. For the last 10 years of his life. Yes, I just want, yeah. And how was that? That must have been Amazing and beautiful and sad and not enough time and all that shit pissed pissed that he needed a kidney pissed that he couldn't get one pissed that we wasn't rich and couldn't get to the top of the list because i now i sing for the zero one percenters and shit who get who lie and say that they they, they didn't push their name to the top of the list and they did because i've worked for somebody who had two lung transfers two lung transplant two nigga you 80 why are you getting lung transplants 
Yeah, your dad was only 66. How you gonna get, how does 80 minutes, how, oh, I know how. Yeah, shishing, shishing. Shishing, Um, yeah. You know, and so, thank God Stevie got his. Steve, thank God it's Stevie Wonder. He gonna get his kidney, cause he's Stevie Wonder. But my daddy was a jazz musician, he didn't get his kidney. You know, and it's like, I'm pissed. That make me mad. And you guys recorded together, right? You have out. Al- we have like we have four records da- together. Wow. No, five records together. No, five records together. It's all right. Five. One, two, three, four, five, five. Yeah. Beautiful that you have. In ten that. years, yeah. we did. We, we tried to get as much done because he got Amazing. really ill. You know. Yeah, and the God and in her infinite wisdom. Right. I was in India when he passed. Just happened to be in India doing some spiritual work with Reverend Michael. And Reverend Michael came from Agape, came into my room and just said, your dad just made his transition. And I just remember being in that room and like, India is not a place you just go, um, okay, I gotta get a flight right now to LA. It's like, no, you gotta, we gotta plan this. And I was like, I just wanna be home. I just wanna be with my family. And literally these monks came in and they had the prayers and they walked me down to the Ganges River, and they did all these prayers to my dad at like 5 a.m. and sent them out. And he's like, "He's free. You're gonna, you're gonna be just fine." Ended up walking down the street back to the hotel. The villagers had heard that my dad had passed. Some woman came, and I'm been crying and dealing with all, you know, grabs my hand in is telling me that they're going to make me tea. I'm not supposed to drink the water, they say. I'm, I don't even care. I go to this village. They put henna all over my feet. I have pictures of all this, too. They put henna all over my... They, they, we, cel- you know, we celebrate. Obviously, they're not saying it in English. They're telling me that we celebrate when people pass on. It's like, it's over on the other side. So they put my... And they want, we want you to dance. We're going to drink tea to your father. Blah, blah. It was the most beautiful stuff that I would have never done here. I've probably been in my room, you know, having a glass of whatever and being bummed out. This way I got to celebrate his life. So by the time I got to his funeral, when I got here, I was good. I was like, me and, me, me and dad, good. You know, like, that, that shell thing, I'm, I'm really cool. You know, I was, so it was a, a beautiful. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened when my father just passed away. I was fortunate, me and my sister were fortunate to have him here with us. Mm-hmm. And so... Wow. As In this beautiful little community yes, here. Yes, and as here. he's, you know, actively, they call him, they called it, he's actively dying. Mm-hmm. And so during that time, you know, we had that chance to sit with him and tell him, hey man, we're good. You know, like, you can go and you can go Let knowing... Let go shell. Yeah. You can go knowing Pass over. that you that you good with me, yeah. you know, especially me and him, you know, because it wasn't always mm-hmm. good rainbows and you know pink elephants and lemonade, and so you know it's important. It's important. It's, it's important I, to spend the time and, and, and say I'm the things you want to say. I was say. able to do, you know, that I was able to do that. Lucky because some people don't get just don't get that right. Some people don't get to say. You know, we are good with each other. Yep. You know, you can go knowing that your son and your daughter are going to be okay. And this, you know, this existence is is done for you. And you can and you can cross over and and you did good. And you as did I say, good. Yeah. And you and, and well you done. The, well, and you did it to the best of your ability. Yeah, I know now that whatever I was holding against my father you know he was doing the best he could with the tools he had for right sure, because for we sure. don't always grow up you know especially because he oh he old school you know our parents are old mm-hmm. school my mother so they, my mother's yeah. still here i know what you mean you know old so, school. so they grow up with a different set of tools than yeah. we do right yeah and so you know he was just doing the best he could with the tools he had you know i mean it's a different mindset today so totally. i know that and i said ultimately and and, he made you yeah exactly so you can you can go oh i'm good you know i'm i'm good and that we're all flawed i mean trust me that's the other thing about having a kid too is you realize like i know i got that kid where i'm like i'm probably fucking up so much right now sometimes (laughs) i'm sure where she's gonna be like what the fuck and hopefully one day she'll look at me when i'm past she'll go we good 
Right. You did good, mom. Right. Cause you know I'm old school. Where I'm like, what, what, what do you want the Lord to say? Well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. <laughs> you know I'm like, that's why all you want. You want to hear. You know you want the universe to say that that you did your job yeah. and like whatever that was supposed to be. Like, and and maybe that's part of walking through trying your best not to walk through this world with an agenda, cause sometimes you ain't gonna get that. Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes you ain't, you know, and if you have an agenda, you're going to think you're supposed to get something for something. And it's like, sometimes you don't. Oh, honey, you get what you need. You don't get what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know? you get what you need. And I, and I truly believe that. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm okay. See, I'm a little older. Sometimes you don't even get what you need. Mm. Sometimes you don't really get what you need. And I live, that's the good news about living in the South and living here and being around the world. Sometimes people don't get what they need. They really don't. And it's and that that's part of the crazy fucking mystery of life and that life is mysterious and like why do some people get so much or some people get, get more than they need yeah get yeah. way more yeah. than they need excess like motherfucking excess and that's the that's what's called we're I'm a history major we're living through a gilded age again right. this is great Gatsby time where it's like are you fucking kidding me with the wealth calcification that's going on right now this is what this is what causes shit like nazism or what you know and also causes great depressions where it's like if something like that happens those people will be okay behind their gilded cages where millions upon millions are going to suffer because you guys allowed this to happen this chasm to happen so you know that we all that we're allowing people to fall into and because i'm like like i said i ain't but we live okay but I live also because I want my daughter to see her life from both sides so that she can't get wrapped up in some shit where she thinks that this is better. This is like, no, 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 no. You need to see people that sometimes people don't get what they need. And it ain't necessarily their fault. Sometimes it's not their fault. You know, and that if all you walk out of here with is some fucking empathy, can you just learn that part? And some compassion for people? as opposed to this fucking toxic ambition. Yeah. That's the next tour she needed to do, toxic ambition. This toxic okay. motherfucking ambition. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, my people, we, we going through it, Ryan, with this toxic ambition. You know, they get Roseanne, we get Empire and boss bitches and shit. And it's like, but we broke, motherfuckers. But you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, and so that, once again, I see my life knocking... I want health care. I want to make sure my daughter ain't going to go into debt, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And those things are very important to me now. Whereas I know that there's a small percent, and I sing for these people. These are the people that call me to do concerts for them, who they babies ain't got to never worry about that stuff. Ever. Because they going to get what they need. Yeah, ever. And way, 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 way too much more. And unfortunately, we're not teaching those people with that. That part of the job, when you get that money, is you got to sprinkle, boo. If you got, if you, if it's been raining on you, you got to give other people water. Well, you said the key word, right? Empathy. Mm-hmm. It's empathy. You can't of have course. all that without empathy. Yeah. That's important. That's like because if we gonna, ha- we're gonna have our counter. We are gonna have our Carnegies. We are gonna have our Rockefellers. We are gonna. That's part of the nature of capitalism. Right. That's part of. I mean, here, here ooh, we getting, we getting. See, history major. <laughs> that's part of it. But when we have such toxic ambition that people who and you know they that's the american story you know that you can be born on the you know the bayou or you can be born in the bronx and you can become i was like uh, maybe not (laughs) (laughs) and that part of what y'all said yeah it is rigged and that some once again sometimes people don't get what they need and because they're not getting those basic especially now they those basic needs it makes shit like forgiveness or being kind to people who aren't you know don't look like you it makes that shit much that much harder when you hungry that's right it makes it harder for people to go i know the trans people got but motherfuckers is hungry right now all of us you know it's like so it, that's what in that breeds all that other shit nazism and and, and people find their little groups because they just want to feel like they getting some stuff they need 90 percent of what we need is half the time is just to be heard and to feel like we belong somewhere just to feel like we belong so and unfortunately a lot of people are starting to belong to the wrong shit or toxic stuff 
It's real. I mean, yeah. And so um, once again, I'm really going to say I have faith because I see my daughter's generation and those below her who are not are saying, mm, mm, this dystopian bullshit y'all trying to make us go into. No, yeah, we, we ain't having it. We ain't having it. Yeah. We ain't having it. Y'all, y'all got to, you got to come with something else. So. Was that too heavy? Was no. that, did I just get, did oh, I I just did. get too heavy? Yeah, no. <laughs> just to wrap up really quickly. Uh, so you work with your dad, he passes, then you start working with Donna again, and how? No, no, no. I, no, I started working now? with Donna. Well, Donna's dad passed. Then Donna's dad, dad passed. Is what happened, and our our daughters were born a, a day apart, and my goodness. Uh, crazy she came to see me have my baby and i guess it just made her baby start kicking <laughs> i want to come too i want to come too she came you know she was in the hospital the next day um and then the last few years we've been getting a lot of you know because of facebook and all that stuff we just start people start asking us to do stuff and i was still making jazz records i've got you know good 12 or something like jazz records um and you know doing my tours working performing arts and a lot of symphonies um, you know, I'm in the world of clients now, you know, so we got a gig for you. They offering, you know, $400,000 and you, before you know, you're singing in front of, you know, that's what happened to me. I was singing in front of oligarchs in front of Ru in Russia for the last five years. And then I realized I probably shouldn't be doing this, wow. you know, and I was still making jazz records, but they, you know, and they loved the American black girl who would come and sing with their yeah. orchestra. Yeah. And then I realized and because I'm from the hood, you know when some shit ain't right. That's this the alley I ain't supposed to go down, you know. And I remember it was, you know, uh, 2015. It was just like, I don't think I'm supposed to be here doing this. You know, I'm one of the f few jazz, one of the first black jazz um, artists who they made a portrait of me in the Tchaikovsky Music uh, Conservatory in Moscow. Because they just loved when I came over there and sang, but it was that moment of like I was singing for an oligarch, and because he, it was a client, and the check was right, and started looking around and realizing, oh my God, the only people who look like me are waiting on the tables, and I was like, this is. I was like, no, something is not right here. And there's only a few of us in Moscow anyway. But if they there, that's what they're doing. Unless they're African and they're get they're doing the business and they're getting out. And it was just like that feeling of almost like almost like my last moment on tour where I was in pain, but I was in pain in here in my heart. I was like, just and I said the same thing when my legs were hurting on that tour. I said, Lord, just get me out of this and get me home safe. And I promise you, I'll sing, I'll do another, I'll figure out another way to make a living. You know, I just can't do this. And so, and, and trust me, it opened up something else because the universe in her infinite wisdom always gives you what you need. Always, she always does. You always get the sunshine you need. <laughs> oh my God, well, what a perfect ending. Was that good? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Are you getting good? It was better than good. I know I kind of contradicted myself that sometimes you don't always get what you need. Yeah, but the universe will give you what you need. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yes. Yeah. So we are going to do our work of the week. Oh, and work of the week. Okay. That's was right. it? I, yeah, we never even got into my like work when you guys used to take me to clubs and like, and I was not supposed to be in there. I, 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 or maybe you guys weren't supposed to be in there. And I had never gone to a club that opened or that you went to at like four in the morning. Or I was like, I was like, what is wrong with these kids? That's when I knew, like, okay. They're on drugs. <laughs> I knew, well, I knew on some level they were on something, but I, at the end of the day, I also knew that I had missed a big chunk of my, like, that was a chunk of my life that I, I, I was just foreign to it. I was just, it was just going to have to be like, you've just never experienced this, so just go down this rabbit hole with them. You're going to be fine. But for sure, I was like, they know some shit that I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. We didn't go down that. We didn't even talk about that. That's on the next. The next episode. That's on the Nikki episode. Well, that could be your work of the week. The uh... work. <laughs> okay, what's the work the of the week? Days. So a work of the week is something that you go, ooh, work. You better work. 
something that you've experienced lately or in your lifetime that you want to shout out that you're like, ooh, I like that work. You better work. Put the people on. It could be a yeah. song. It could be a treat, a restaurant, uh, well, you know. Anything, really? Yeah, anything cute you want to share. It's got to be cute, though? Not cute. Like cute in the sense of like something you really love or want to shout out or think, you know, people should know about. Well, I, I think I said it in the interview. I think I said it in the interview. I really... I mean, I just got back from Brazil. Oh, and how was that? It was amazing. It was amazing. What Carlton? And Jose. Carlton and Jose. And not but, Lewis. but well, that's that's a whole nother subject. You should have been there. But I did <laughs> I did my show and I did and I got invited to go do Blue Note down there. So I'm gonna do jazz down that's there. Fabulous. But I also did the, the dance and I did a couple t television shows and stuff. But mainly for my dance and for my inspirational record, Lift Thine Eyes. Yeah. I will lift thine eyes. That's your Toward latest. the heavens. That's, That's my latest. latest. Lift thine eyes. Mm -hmm. If you haven't uh, heard it, you have to hear it. You it'll guys. break. It's, Lift it's, it's like a, thine eyes by yeah. Nikki Harris. That's Please right. Go get it. Please Buy go it. get it. Listen to it. Live. Yeah. Live it. Lift. Um, but I, and it's, it goes back to what I said about my daughter's generation. I am seeing and feeling what feels like um, a new civil rights movement happening in the world and there's a young generation of people that are really going no we want something different in this world and i don't know if it's the trans world or if it's the fluid or the non-binary or it's just people going you know what people aren't looking just for friends anymore or this is how i know something's shifting because the agendas are not just about what can you do for me business-wise what can you do people are literally looking for allies and comrades like in these movements now so that for me is like work work y'all because that's what we need what we need not just friends we need allies like and, and that's why i look at my daughter who's like her, most of her friends are just they're beyond friends they're allies like i know she's she gonna be fine because these are people who are gonna be together like you and i mm -hmm. like you and i we're allies and like no matter what i know if i got sick if i call justin i need to be in that back room right now because you you're my comrade you my you, you got me you know and so for me if we can move back because the world is telling us so many other things about what this world is right now you know that to see people go no I got you. We're allies forever. That's work. 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 Yes. Work. Work. Kimberly. Oh, you would make me follow that. <laughs> like a real serious work. I don't, think, we, I don't think either of us can follow with that With some work. meaning and I some know. heart. Um, Trust me, my, my work is very, very frivolous. I can do frivolous, too. But go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, my work of the week is actually this company by this lovely entrepreneur. She actually has two businesses, the Coco Fro, um, and- I got one. Oh, yes, you do got a Coco Fro. Mm -hmm. um, her name is Deb, I'm forgetting her last name, but the company is called Purple Pineapple Company, and she makes these enamel pins and um, illustrations, really dope artist, but really cool. Like there's one she makes, um, there's a little Sade pin. There is a Shonuff from the Last Dragon. She's really yes. cool. And there's one, uh, Cardi B is as Snow White. Like it's Snow, what is it? I forget what the name of the pin is, but she's like, eh, but it's Snow White, but it's Cardi B. Anyway, really cool. Check her out, purplepineappleco.com. Love it. Yes. Okay, so my work of the week is not as, you know, as deep as you guys's. My work of the week is I was on YouTube the other day and why did I pull up Solid Gold with Dionne Warwick and the first episode was Irene Cara fame mm -hmm. and why did I get all choked up about mm -hmm. it? Why? Because mm -hmm. I just remember, I mean, of course, because it brought me back to when I used to dance in front of the television and try to do the solid gold dancer routine in front of the television. And my mom was like, get from in front of there. We can't see the television. <laughs> so work to that show. I don't know. It, it, it definitely changed my life. Darcel. Oh, Darcel. Yes. Changed. With the hair. This little boy's life. 
So, those are the work of the weeks. Can I say something, too? Of course you can. I have to just piggyback on that one for a minute, because I'm telling you, that song for me, just Irene Carr, and, and yeah. it's same thing. I get, here it comes, here it comes. Baby, look at me. Yeah. And tell me what, what you, you see. see. You ain't seen the best of me yet. That's right. Give me time. I'll make you forget the, the rest. rest. Woo. Come on. Work. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Snaps all around. Snaps all right, so, so all around. I want to leave everybody with how they get in contact with you. I mean, not contact with you. How to follow you. You can find me at uh, Nikki at NikkiHarris.com website. N-I-K-I Harris, one R, H-A-R-I-S dot com. And on Instagram, Nikki Harris Music. Nikki 1K Harris, one R Music. You can follow me and Kim at Work Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, you can also follow uh, Kim on Instagram. She's Kim and them. There's on nothing in, there to. On Kim, I don't pay attention. Her. Do you tweet and all that stuff? Do I don't. I don't either. I don't. Maybe I will you now. You tweet. You're your tweeter. You're tweeter. I have. A, I have. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at one Lewis Extrava. Lewis is a little ambivalent on the, <laughs> on the internet, on the interweb. Still like, oh, I'm going to post this so, week. Yeah, sometimes I do. Sometimes I, don't. I yeah. love Instagram the most. So one Lewis Extrava on Instagram. My Twitter is also one Lewis Extrava. And also, you guys, I teach a monthly work Vogue dance class. It's called workdanceclass.com. I post every month. I and do how do you spell work? W-E-R-Q-U-E, danceclass.com. Get your tickets. Come dance with me. All right. Well, this has been Louis Extravaganza. And Kim Blackwell. And this is Work. The podcast. Bye-bye. Bye.